Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Daniel Harris, and our producer Ed Salisville, all directors of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Amen. We have again today a great guest and Dr. Randy Galuza, President and Chief Operating Officer at the Institute of Creation Research. Randy, one of the interesting things that y'all have had the real honor and, and excitement of is the building and now operating of the ICR Discovery Center for Science and Earth History. What would you like the people to know about that? Well, for your listeners down in San Antonio, it's only about four hours north of you, so it's not very far away. It is probably, as far as the, this regional area, the leading creation science museum. We call it a discovery center because it's for young people to investigate and learn and discover the truth about creation. But for everybody else, you can know it as a creation science museum. It's state-of-the-art. We've spent close to $40 million constructing it. So we have a wonderful facility with some exhibits which truly, in in and of their own right, are world-class. And I don't want to let out too much because it'll... I just want to give you some teasers, but it takes you through all of the days of creation. Excellent videos, excellent movies. Some of these things are really, really hands-on takes you through the evidences for the worldwide flood, the things that we can see through Grand Canyon and Mount St. Helens, takes you through the Ice Age, and of course we have a very, very strong evangelistic message to our Creation Museum. All of this to point to the Lord Jesus Christ as our great creator, and of course our wonderful Savior, mm-hmm. with an invitation for people to consider Him as that great Creator and submit to Him and invite Him into their lives as their Lord and Savior. Support and, and encourage that everything you said is, is exactly right. Last year, we organized a group of homeschoolers as well as uh, members of our organization that came up and spent the day at the ICR Discovery Center, and it is truly state-of-the-art representation showing God's creation, and we thank y'all for that. I'd like to go through... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say thank you so much for making the trip. Yeah. I'd like to go through a few other things that are on your website. The website we're talking about is icr.org for the Institute of Creation Research. Probably the only negative I remember hearing in terms of ICR's constant movement forward in terms of creation apologetics was the loss of the graduate school because of fights with the state of Texas. Y'all still do offer a school of biblical apologetics. What is that? Yes. When we lost our graduate school because we couldn't get the, really, the approval, it wasn't accreditation, it was the approval right. by the state of Texas to offer a, a degree of a master's in education. So we had to pivot and opened up another school, the School of Biblical Apologetics, and it's headed up by Dr. Jim Johnson. And that offers a degree, a Master's of Christian Science Education degree, emphasizing 
as it says, biblical apologetics. It's the skills and learning to defend the Bible as the Word of God. So there's some biblical apologetics there too. But of course, being ICR, the main thrust is to learn to defend the truth of the scripture when it comes to the areas of original creation and the worldwide flood. There are so many good evidences for that. So students can enroll in this school, they can get this degree, and they can finish that off and be certified basically to teach biblical apologetics. I'd like to enumerate a few things that are available from ICR in addition to the Discovery Center. In addition to speakers y'all will provide to people, y'all have the Acts and Facts publication monthly, which we've discussed and is a great one. Y'all have Days of Praise. And you also have three radio programs, much like we're doing here today. You have a store with books. I will tell you that both Dave Nutting of AOI and myself, when we do seminars, we offer a lot of ICR publications. One of those, which we recommend to people, is your guide to dinosaurs. There are a lot of dinosaur books out there in the creation field, but we believe that is one of the very best. And I'm also excited when I look at your store to see that y'all have a lot of young kids offerings, uh, the Science for Kids series and the Little Creation books. That is something that 30 years ago was unavailable in the creation science field. And yet, that's the audience we really need to be targeting. Oh, you, you're right on on that. That is the audience, and that's the audience that the secular community is targeting with NOVA, National Geographic, and all the other shows that come across to basically capture their minds at a young age and take away that intuitive sense that they have that there's a creator and lead them away. So we have these books specifically uh, marketed to, to counteract that influence. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Daniel Harris, and our producer Ed Salzadel. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Y'all also produce a lot of great video programs. You have great video series available from ICR, such as... The biggest one is Unlocking the Mysteries of Genesis. Yeah, thank you. Unlocking the Minnesota... You have a dinosaur series. You have one that that was central to your material and made in in my image, or made in his his image, excuse me. But what else does ICR do that you would like to talk about? Well, we're beginning a, a very... a new writing program. We've done a lot of research in the realm of biology, and now we're embarking on writing everything up to develop a theory of biological design. And this is a a brand new approach to fundamentally change the way people view biology. It's moving completely away from the Darwinian explanation. It's not tweaking it. It's not changing it. It's not refining it. It's not showing where it's just insufficient or inaccurate or incomplete, but it's basically dumping it all together, and it's going back and doing biology as if Darwin had not been born altogether. Yay. And so, as I said, it's, it's going to develop a theory of biological design, so it's a design-based theory, but it's also an organism focused theory and what Darwin fundamentally changed is he changed the way we see organisms from basically having these innate abilities to self-construct self-repair 
self-adapt and so on. They have all of these abilities built into them to do these things which are quite phenomenal and, and an incredible engineering feats. To seeing them basically as passive modeling clay being shaped and molded by their environment over long, long periods of time to lead to the diversity of life on Earth, all through these deadly struggles to survive. And we all know the, the sordid history of what he's saying. We're saying all of that is wrong. Organisms are not passive modeling clay being shaped and molded by their environment, but to the contrary, they are active problem-solving entities with incredible innate abilities which enable them to detect changes in their environment, produce the traits to solve those challenges, and then move into those niches and fill the earth, constantly fill the earth just like the Bible or commanded them to do. And in order to do that, you basically have to start from the ground up, building a whole new framework to interpret the observations that we see in biology, to interpret them rightly, and to frame new research programs, frame the questions and frame the research programs to do the research to develop them. And that's what this whole new framework, this theory of biological design will give us and hopefully produce models, models to explain metabolism, which are organism-focused and design-based, models to explain adaptation, which we've already developed one, and models to explain other biological functions. That's what we're working on right now, and it's very, very exciting and promising. You answered my, what was going to be my next question, is what happens in the future. One of the things in line with what you were talking about that I've read from your articles over the past couple of years is this idea of continuous environmental tracking. What is that? Yes, that's an organism-focused, design-based approach to explain adaptation. What that means is, is we're going to look at the ability primarily from what the organisms can do, and it's design-based, meaning I'm expecting to find some, some operations in organisms that are best explained by engineering principles. And in fact, I'm going to make a prediction right here that I don't believe we're going to find a, a function, a biological function, which cannot be explained by engineering principles. So organisms adapt. I would look and find a man-made adaptable system. And in this particular case, we looked at a tracking system. And we hypothesized maybe organisms are tracking environmental changes similar to what a man-made tracking system does. So we look for the elements of a tracking system. We find that there's sensors, there's logic mechanisms, and there are output responses in order to track. Maybe organisms are using those same things, and lo and behold, when we do the research, we find they're using those exact same system elements. They have sensors to detect what's changing around them. They have logic mechanisms that say, if this changes, then do this, and they have very, very specific and targeted responses to solve those challenges. It sounds like God's an engineer. He is an engineer extraordinaire, and nothing is on par with his engineering capability and genius and, and just absolute wisdom. Randy, we thank you for your ministry. You have enriched us in so many ways when you were with us. We got to see your presentations on the wonders of design and sexual reproduction. You have an excellent video on the making of a baby, and we thank you now for your leadership with ICR. 
thank you so much for the invitation to talk to the folks in the San Antonio area. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Mm-hmm.